0: Sam Walker's Desert Diaries. Week 39. Hello, Arizona calling. This week, uh, do you know, it's been a bit of a major decisions week, really. So firstly, our falling down house here in Paradise Valley in Phoenix has been put on the market by the owner after specifically telling us six months ago that he wasn't going to sell the house all for at least three years. So... uh, I suppose this means two things. Number one, we've had various people trudging through our house to look around all the time, and I hate it. And secondly, it means that come June, when our lease is up, we're going to have to move again. The thought of going through the packing and unpacking is just, frankly, unbearable right now. Last year was just so disruptive. But even if the house doesn't get sold by then, even if he agrees for us to stay longer, I just don't think I want to be somewhere where... We have to let random people walk around our bedroom at 24 hours notice. I just think I'm a bit old for it all. Sadly, there's no way we can afford to buy this house ourselves because even though the house itself is quite fully downy, it's the land that it is on, this kind of enormous plot of land in Paradise Valley that's worth just a ruddy fortune. So if you've got a spare million dollars lying around, (laughs) let me know. Take it off your hands, no problem. So it looks like I'll be spending a packet on bubble wrap again in a few months. Ah. So we've also decided this week and this feels just terrifying to sell our house in England. I genuinely don't think I could go through another tenant experience as we did last year and we've had no rent paid for so long now that actually the memories of it being our joyful family home are kind of fading and it's just becoming a massive headache which is really sad but Them's the brakes, I guess. If we come back to England, well, we'll just have to start over. So there we go. We never imagined we'd be doing this right now, but again, life, eh? Sometimes you just got to roll with it. Maybe we should just buy an RV and drive around America for a year instead. Oh, now that would be another big dream. If only we could leave the kids at home. (laughs) They're quite annoying on long car journeys, aren't they? (laughs) Anyway, the requests for my opinions on Harry and Meghan have fallen off a bit here in Phoenix, but I am still being stopped several times a week by people saying one of two things. Number one, can I just say I love your accent? And number two, what part of Australia are you from? It's still happening. It's still happening. Side note, I met an actual Australian in a cupcake shop last week and I asked him if he always got mistaken for British. He said Never. So what's that about? Second side note, this cupcake shop has a cupcake ATM. It's like a giant cash point machine for cupcakes when the shop's shut. You put $10 in, you make your choice, and it dispenses a box of four beautiful cupcakes. God bless this country sometimes. Uh, Third side note, I've actually just started to give the name of random Australian towns. When people ask where in Australia I'm from, oh yes, I'm from Wollamaloo. Oh, that's right. I hail from Toowoomba. Thank you. (laughs) Now, the I love your accent thing is really sweet, actually. People are lovely, but I never really know what to say (laughs) when they say that. Thank you. I mean, it's not like I've made an effort to sound like this. It's just what comes out of my mouth. So it feels a bit weird saying thanks. It's also a bit awkward when people stop you (laughs) to say that when you're just in the middle of doing something really ordinary. I mean, I was in the supermarket the other day um, called Trader Joe's and I was shouting at the girls in the cleaning aisle. No, don't get bleach. Get actual toilet cleaner. Can I just say I love your accent? Oh, thank you very much. And can you get antibacterial spray? Thank you. (laughs) I was once totally flawed when complaining complaining badly, I have to say. Come on, I'm still British. I was complaining about a product that I bought from a shop and it didn't work. And I was halfway through my not very good complaint when the shop assistant literally stopped me mid-flow and went, sorry, can I just say I really love your voice? Uh, Thank you very much again. This product still didn't work. (laughs) Please, can I have a refund? Actually, that man was hilarious because after he'd said, I love your voice... And then gave me a refund. Woohoo! He said, "Um, British, right? And I said, oh, yes, 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 I am. And he said, I love British TV. I watch it all the time. It's awesome. And I said, oh, what do you like? I was thinking about maybe Downton Abbey, Doctor Who, Line of Duty, you know, one of the big exports that we do. Oh, (laughs) I don't know those ones, he said. My favourite shows are, and before I tell you what he said, Please bear in mind, this man was about 30 and we are in 2020. Okay? My favourite shows, he said, are What's That Great One in a Store? Oh, yes, Are You Being Served? (laughs) And the one with the guy with holes in his vest. I love that guy. Onslow, Keeping Up Appearances. (laughs) My lovely fellow countrymen, this. is what Americans think Britain is like. A double entendre-filled department store. And, well, actually, the latter's pretty accurate, isn't it? (laughs) In a lot of senses. I think we all know a hyacinth bouquet, don't we? Anyway, I found out these shows are regularly shown on American TV and are loved, loved by audiences. Game of Thrones, eat your heart out. I just wanted to update you as well that since my dad got home, it has been confirmed he does have a tumour. And, yes, it looks like the dreaded cancer again leave us alone please it's another reminder though, isn't it that life doesn't stop when you go off on an adventure but more importantly another reminder we all only get one life and man alive doesn't it flash by so get off on your adventure now big or small go and get yourself a bit of joy i'll see you in the desert <laughs>